Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat Tafkuf Lamed Hey Amud Bet at the very bottom of the Amud. And as promised, we'll now see Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's bright uh, dealing with um, how long a person or an animal has to be alive for them to be uh, have a status of chai. If somebody lived for 30 days, a boy, a human, lived for 30 days, then they are no longer considered to be a nephel. Because we redeem children at 30 days. And 8 days for an animal. And he doesn't distinguish here between different kinds of animals. But animals can be brought from the 8th day on. So halo shahas which means that if the person did not live that long, then there's a safek, maybe they were an FL. So if that's the case, Mimhal Echim How are we able to do a breed on Shabbat on the eighth day on what might be a dead child? He says, because either way you go, you're okay. Im Chayu, if he's really a living child, Shaper Kamoyo, you're doing a fine Mila. Vim Lav, and not, then Machatech Basaru, you're just cutting flesh, which is not a prohibition on Shabbat. Vemahaditanya, watch this. Safek, Ben Shiva, Safek, Ben Shuna, in Machalinot Shabbat. If a child may be Ben Shiva, maybe Ben Shmona, then we do not do Mila on Shabbat. Vamai, why not? Nimhalim Manavshach, use that same reasoning. Imchayu Shapra Kamayel, if he's really a Ben Shiva, then he's fine. And if not, if he's a Ben Shmona, then Machatech Basar, we're just cutting flesh. We explained it. We actually do the Mila. So actually, when you have a Safek Shiva, Safek Shmona, we do the Mila on Shabbat. What we do not do is Machshire Mila. Going back to our first mission in the Perak, that's only a quarter of Eliezer who says we do Machshire Mila on Shabbat. We don't do it for this kid. Rabbiya Ketanai. Rabbiya says this entire point of Rishon Gamliel is Machlok Ketanaim. V'chemud min Abay Ma'ashir Yilachem Leochla Lavim and Shmona She'en Shchita Toma Taharato. Now Ben Shmona here means that an animal among the larger animals that have nine month gestations, if it had an eighth month gestation, that you, that even though you do a Shchita on it, it doesn't make it tahor. It still has a din of nevela. That if you do a shechita on such an animal, although you can't eat it, it still is metahir from nevela. So my love, isn't there machlok at the following? The The latter two opinions, the latter two tanaim were saying that he's really a chai. And the other one, the Tanakhama says, no, he's a mate. And therefore, there's no way to solve it. If that's really the case, then why are they disagreeing about Tumatara? Although they are rebel, should say, you're allowed to eat it, and they don't. Everybody agrees that this animal is considered a mate. They have a different point, which is Ketrefa. Treat it like a trefa. What's the deen of a trefa? Trefa, Allah de Meitahi. It's a dying animal. Remember, if you shech the trefa before it dies, you've saved it from Tumat Nevela. Same thing here. Rabban disagreed because they say, It's not a light. Trefa, a trefa had a time in its life when it was okay before it got ripped up or a needle in its lung or whatever. 
This was born bad. So what will you say about a trefa mibetan, an animal that's born as a trefa? Other animals like it have shechita. But no ben shmona has shechita. That's why the Rabbanon's position would be. Okay, Ibayalu. Me plig Rabbanon later Rabbanon Gamliel or Lo. Do the Rabbanon disagree with Rabbanon Gamliel about this thirty-day and eight-day rule, or do they? Or is he just representing a consensus? And intim tzolavligin. If they do disagree, how do we rule? So Toshma. If a calf is born on Yom Tov, you can shecht it that day. So that means that we do not agree with Rabbi Gamliel, and we say that you don't have to wait seven days. We're talking about a case where you absolutely know that this had a full gestation. There's Rabbi Shimon versus Rabbi Yehuda about whether a chacham comes to see a mum, an animal, on Yom Tov. Uh, to be matir the bechor, and but they agreed that if it was born with the mum, shazemina muchan. That's considered muchan, and you could shecht it on yom tov. How could you shecht it that it's born? Same thing. We know that it had full ter- term. There we go. Halacha is So obviously they disagree because we have to rule like Rishim Gamliel. and we also know that we rule like Rishim Gamliel. Now I'm Rabbi. Let's say a child had a terrible accident uh, during the first 30 days, and he died, falling off the roof, or eaten by an animal, then we assume he was a chai. We'll see why that makes a difference. The child yawned and died. Chachamim say he's still chai. says he didn't make it 30 days, he was a mate. What's the difference? Right now he's dead. Let's say that a man died and left a widow pregnant and she had this child. If you say that he's high, then that means that she had a living child and uh, she's exempt from Yibum. But if you say it's mate, then she didn't and then Yibum and Yichalitza kick in. Is it true? That if the if the person if the child died due to a traumatic accident, he's a chai. For a papa of Huna Brady of Yeshua, he called a very very brave Rav Idi Avin. They came to his house. For Avid Lehu Igla Tilta Biyamamet Shiva, and he prepared a very nice animal on the seventh day since it was born. For Amri and they said to him, Eat Rachitu Ad Orta. Had you waited till night, we would have eaten for it, eaten it. We won't eat it because it was only a seven-day-old animal, and we don't know. So, so that means that even though this animal clearly suffered quite a trauma of shechita, and that's why it died, we still say we don't know what its status was. So turn it around. If it had like just yawned or turned around and dropped dead, then it's a mate. If it was uh, had a traumatic accident, then they have machloket. Mar savra meitu. Shmuel says it's still a mate. Mar savra chayu. Chachamim say no. We have every reason to think it's a chay because it didn't. It uh, died because of a trauma. All right. Braid Rav Dimi by Yosef So his son had a baby born. He died during the first thirty days. He was mourning for him. 
His father said, Would you want to eat <coughs> some sort of uh, morning food? It's something that's eaten by mourners. So why do you want to be mourning? You shouldn't be mourning. I know that this boy was full term, which means from the minute he was born, he was alive. He died in mourning. He came to Rav Kahana's house. There was a tragedy during 30 days. So he saw that Rav Kahana was mourning, even though the child had died during the first 30 days. He said, don't you hold from the halacha from Gamliel? Again, he said, I know this child made it to full term. Itmar, So now we have a Yibum case. A, a woman was uh, a widow and pregnant, and the child died within the first 30 days. And then she went, got, went and did Kiddushin. I'm Ravina Mishvederava. What's the deen? Im Israel, who he, if, She's an Asian Israel, meaning the man she got Kiddushin with was Israel, which means that even if they would do Chalitza, she could still marry him afterwards. Chalitza, she gets Chalitza from the brothers, just in case, and then marries him. Imesh at Kohen, but if the guy she had was a Kohen, where if she does Chalitza, she won't be able to go back to him. And a Chalitza, then we don't enforce it, which means we're pretty sure that she doesn't need Chalitza, but just in case, if it's possible, we do it. He quoted Rav as saying, In all cases, you need Chalitza because we really are concerned that she has a Zika. So Ravina explained to Rav Shuravia where the confusion came in. Rav said what you heard at night, but the next morning he changed his mind and said, Well, I had and you weren't there. You permitted it? The next thing you're going to know, you're going to be Mater Chalev. In other words, he saw Ravina's position as being overly lenient and thought that, uh, you know, a slippery slope. Okay, Rabbi Yudah Matir, we said Rabbi Yudah allows doing Brit Milan on Droganos. Says Rabbi Yudah does not hold that on Droganos is a full male for everything. Shabbat American, because if so, Barachin Yearech. When you make an erech, <coughs> you say the value of this person, or the erech of this person, I'm going to donate. The halacha is that if it's an androgynos, there's no value. Not zachar, not nekeva. How do we know that that doesn't work? The Tanya, the famous bright on the Sifra, hazachar velotum tum androgynos. When the Torah says vayarkach hazachar, that means and not a tum tum androgynos. Maybe they should at least have the value in isha. It has to be for sure male or for sure female. And the reason it's significant is because Rabbi Yehuda is the author of anonymous statements in the Sifra, in the Torah Kornim, where that statement comes from. So we know that Rabbi Yehuda holds that Androgenos is not a Vadai male. This is a Mishnah in Para about being Makadish Mechatat. Anybody can do it except for a Kherishat of a Katan. He allows a Katan. He doesn't allow an Isha, and therefore does not allow an Androgynos who is a Safek Isha. So therefore you see that Rabbi Yudah holds that Androgynos is not a male. So why does he allow us to do Brit Milan and Androgynos on Shabbat? Umay Shna Milan, Shum Nechtiv, Himol Achem, Kol Zachar. 
Because Torah says you have, must circumcise all males. And the Kol Zachar there extends even to an Androgonos, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, we'll pick it up with the uh, last podcast in this, the 19th paragraph. It should have a wonderful day.